morning, Nick. How are hey, you? Good morning. Good afternoon. Hey, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, here we are. Here Welcome we are. to I Hate Music once again. This is kind of nuts. Uh, we're recording two episodes in two days, one after another. It's amazing. What technology that's, can do for us. And if it works and it sounds well, I think that's a pretty good option for us. For sure. Yeah, we're kind of like, you know, just checking out different options for remote recording and all that. And this is kind of like a last minute idea because we were thinking about music festivals and talking about music festivals. Yep. And so, yeah, uh, Nick and I are going to MDF in May this year. And we're also going to Hell's Heroes in March, right? March, yep. And uh, so I'm we're talking so about music festivals. I'm so glad you can and... join us. Join me for that. Us. Just me yeah. and myself. <laughs> <laughs> me, myself, and I yeah. and Jason. All three of us. So glad yeah. you can join. That's amazing. I mean, it was a few months I was debating, debating, and then I was like, fuck, like, I should just do this. I, I want to do it. So yeah. I did it. So we're going to go to these two festivals this year. And Nick and I have gone to MDF together in the past. We went to Migration Fest in the past. Yep. And those um, times sure was... I have joined you in Europe for your your shows and stuff, some of those were festivals. But... Yep different Agalock shows in Europe and stuff like that. And we've just attended a ton of shows together, um, mm -hmm. you know, outside of festivals. And so we're like, it'd be cool to spend a few minutes talking about festivals since it's been on our brains. Totally. Um, um, the lineup for uh, Hell's Heroes is quite impressive. We got Sodom, Queensryche, playing a warning set, Candle Mass with a Nightfall set, which is exciting. Because yeah. we just saw Candle Mass not too long ago, and they didn't play a lot of that older stuff. So that'll be good. A few... A few songs, but not too much. Yeah. Solitude Eternus. Man. I'm excited about that one, man. Man, because they haven't played, I don't know how long. <laughs> yeah, like 15, a really years, long time. If ever. Yeah. I don't know how many tours they've actually done. I saw them actually play with Merciful Fate back in 94, I think. Yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah. yeah. Like... And I, I'd never seen them since then. And I doubt they even played very many fests or anything, so. Yeah, no, that's cool. I, that, that'll be really cool. I got to revisit those records. I haven't listened to those records in years and years. I just but. love that powerful melodic doom, you know? So good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm excited about that. Uh, Autopsy is doing a Severed Survival set, which I'm really excited about. Rotting Christ, it says old school set, whatever that I know, means. old school set. Yeah. Like, I, I'm hoping that's Triarchy and I before. Hope so. I hope so. Know? Jesus, Triarchy is such a great album, dude. Non-Servium <laughs> and yeah. Die Mighty Contract stuff. I would love that. Yeah, that would be amazing. Uh, Forbidden, uh, Dawnbringer, uh, Dawn, Dawnbringer, sorry to, sorry to interrupt. Yep. That's amazing. Yeah. And you're going to see them next month. So that's cool too. Yep. Yeah. Excited about Forbidden. I'm a little bit, I mean, I'm curious to see them without Russ, the vocalist, the old vocalist. Yeah. Um, you know, that changes so much when you have a new vocalist in a band. Well, and that guy uh, is, uh, you know, his voice is unique too. Pretty cool. Yeah, totally. So I don't want to say I'm skeptical cause I'm, I'm not like I'm excited <laughs> either way. Yeah, exactly. But it's, it's just. It's strange, you know, so we'll, we'll see. I think it'll, it'll be fun no matter what. It's an interesting mix. You know, a lot of it, uh, is like this traditional metal kind of stuff, Doro and tank and Omen and stuff. And then you've got yeah. demolition hammer and rotting Christ, you know, it's, uh, right. it's kind of yeah. all over the place. Yeah. Um, it does seem to be pretty heavy on like the kind of traditional metal type stuff. Yes. Um, Hellstar watchtower. watchtower. Oh man. With Jason McMaster. Yep. Hellstar. Cool. I love them. Nosferatu status does. So that's pretty exciting. Yeah. Nosferatu. I just saw yesterday there's like an after party too. Um, okay, cool. With some bands that I don't even remember what they were. Like after one of the shows or? Like after all the shows. Oh, every night then. There's an yeah, after it party. seemed oh, cool, like cool, it. Cool, it was cool. like 
if you like to stay up late, yeah. <laughs> here's some more some more bands. Yeah, that'd be cool. Nice. I've yeah, never so really spent any time in Houston, so that'll be interesting too. I've toured through there a little bit. Um, all I remember from Houston is uh, not very many trees, very hot, and barbecue. Nice. Well, hopefully yeah. we can experience the barbecue and not the hot. That's what I'm hoping for. And But it's outdoors, right? It's yeah, that's right. Festival. The venue is just one venue, right? Just one large place. I think so, yeah. That's what it looks like. Um, and it's three nights, right? Yep. Do you know the headliner for each night? I don't. Uh, I think it was Queensryche one night. Yeah, I saw that at some point, but I don't have it in front of me here. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, I think it's Sodom, Candlemass, and Queensryche each night. Okay. Yeah, it makes sense. Eternal you know Champion, dude. Well, those guys are great. <laughs> I don't. I know very little about them. It's um, I've very, just heard about them. Uh, it's very like uh, you know, almost Manowar. Like the guy has no shirt right. on. He's showing his muscles and stuff. I love that. Yeah, I, I saw that. that. <laughs> I wonder if there's some you know homoeroticism happening with that kind of thing. Oh man, yeah. that's a whole other episode. Yeah, like, it would talking be. about like war and that shit and the homoeroticism there and yeah i mean it, there is i mean whether they intend for it to be or not it, there is yep. you know yep and what is it that i like about that does that make me on the on the spectrum <laughs> everybody's on the spectrum somewhere you know yeah. um well i am uh you know uh, those 80s muscle bound mu- uh, movies uh, I do enjoy, you know, I like Arnold and I like Sylvester Stallone oh, yeah. and all those things. And I wonder if that has something to do with it. Just like Sword and Sandals movies and those kind of uh, larger than life action heroes that we grew up with. I think so. I mean, I think they kind of feed into each other. Man of War and Schwarzenegger. And Mr. T, man. And Mr. T, yeah. Amazing. Amazing. I think that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, uh, that'll be cool to check out. I don't know Eternal Champion at all, um, but... Uh, yeah, it's not like my typical metal fest to go to. It's way more like trad metal and like I don't know if there's like any power metal necessarily, but it's more of that like like Doro and that type of stuff is just not in my wheelhouse whatsoever. Yeah, that's but, why I was surprised you were interested. I mean, I know there's a few bands that you like for sure, but I'm glad you're going to check out the rest. It'll be interesting to see stuff that I'm not very familiar with and in a scene that I'm not very familiar with and you know, I just have fun. It's yeah. like go to a town I haven't really been to very much and like hang with you and have beers and watch metal. Like, Oh dude, dude like, I mean, whatever. Like, <laughs> nothing better than that. There's going to be yeah, a lot of denim better. and I'm going to bring my vest, dude. I've got all the patches on it now. I'm ready to go, bro. I'm yeah. You're go. ready. I don't have anything like that. <laughs> I can be the, the guy that sits in the corner without any patches. <laughs> yeah. You're going to be the only one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it'll be, it'll be really cool. I'm, I'm excited. It'll be fun. Um, and then we got MDF in May. Oh man. I think that's, Dude. Uh, Dismember is now confirmed. Amazing lineup, dude. My Dying Bride. Yep. Uh, uh, Abath. Um, bl- Bloodbath. Dis- yep. Dismember, you said. Sodom. Again. Forbidden again. again. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Gorguts. Primordial. Oh, yeah. Spirit Possession. Arcturus. Uh, Cryptopsy. Oppressor, dude. Oppressor's coming back. Oppressor. That's really that's right. incredible because that's been 20 something years since they played. Spectral Voice. Um, Soylent Green, kind of like them. Broken Hope, we talked about them. Oh yeah, Broken Hope. Yep. Um, man, there's so many great death metal bands. Then a lot of stuff we'll be uh, probably surprised about too. Good. 
Yeah, it's always cool to check out some new stuff too. Isn't Stabbing playing? I think there's. I think they're playing. Yep. I want to check them out. Um, See them on here. Some of these yeah. logos I can't even read. It's almost like I wish they would list it. It's hard to. Right, they have like a list and like a logo. Yeah, flyer. they just have the yeah. logos here, and it's like, oh man, getting crazy yeah. with the logo design. We could do a whole episode about that too. Sanguinis Gamagabog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, their logo's amazing, dude. Well, like Blood Incantation. It's like, what the hell is that? Yeah. No, it's just, it's basically, I mean, it does say Blood Incantation, but it's basically a symbol. Like, you see it and you recognize it. Nice. You're not, you're not like reading it, you know? Yeah. Oh, like, that's an interesting uh, way to think about it. Yeah. I yeah. like that. I like that a lot. Sissy yeah. Space, there's a band called Sissy Spacek playing. Yeah, Sissy Spacek. I'm, I'm kind of familiar with them. I think that has John Weiss in it. I'm, I think maybe some crossover from the noise scene there. I believe. Oh, really? Like, interesting, I, interesting. I could be wrong. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah, that's I think a cool so. band name. <laughs> yeah, Sissy Spacek. A lot of the noise people they like naming projects after like famous uh, like actors and stuff and actresses from the eighties. Like my friend uh, Nick Loicano, he was in a band that had a an album just called Anthony Michael Hall. Oh wow! Or no, it was Anthony Michael Hall Shotgun Revival. I think. <laughs> oh, amazing! Something like that. Amazing! Wow! But it, like, it, it's it's a thing. There was a, a Molly Ringwald at one point in time. I think. I think there was a John, um, John Travolta one too. Uh, I can't think of it off the top of my head. But... Oh yeah, John Travolta's <laughs> or John Travolta. Yeah, you're yeah. right. I I can't yeah. think of it either. Yeah, that's hilarious. Um, that that's a that's a trend in in certain scenes or whatever. <laughs> I kind of like it. And now there's like uh, Lana Del Rabies. <laughs> And, yeah, they're playing <laughs> Roadburn this year, I think. Holy shit, that's really good. Yeah, <laughs> speaking of Roadburn, you have not been to Roadburn. No, dude, and um, 15 years ago or so, that was very, very, very high on my list, and I'd love to go now even, but at that time, yeah. dude, it was hitting hard back then. <laughs> yeah, this is, they're still doing some great stuff, but they've changed a lot. They're focusing a lot more on, it seems to me anyway, they're focusing more on uh, kind of like electronic and not so much like metal stuff as they used to. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. It seems like now like Moonbladder would be more appropriate for Roadburn than Agalock. Yeah, you know? exactly. Well, that'd be cool to get the invite for that. Cuz you guys have played yeah. that as Agalock, right? A few times. Yeah, we we played it 2012 or so. And uh that's actually I have a little note here to ask about favorite festival experiences and that's one of mine for sure. Yeah. Was uh that night I'm I'm sure I've talked about this on I Hate Music a few times, but it was Agalock, Oliver, Voivod, and Killing Joke all in one night. Amazing. Um, and that was a hell of a lineup, great show, super well-run festival, um, amazing venue. Walter from Roadburn is just the best. It's just all the way around, great experience. Definitely a must, must go. Well, it's, I think it started, uh, like I remember back in the day, it was, uh, it was like on uh, April 20th. And it must have started as some kind of stoner festival. Oh, 420? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know about that. And uh, it'd be interesting to know the history of it because it has evolved a lot. And I think you guys were yeah. involved in like a curation of the stage over one of the nights and stuff like no, that. No, I mean, we've talked about that and we wanted to do that, but we've never actually done it. Um, but that would be cool. I mean, they do invite people to be like, okay, this whole day. Yeah, I love that. You know, you curate like the bands, you have like art exhibits, you know, things like that. Yeah, I love but, that they uh, do that, you know. It's pretty cool yeah. that uh, a band could probably bring some obscure artists with them and expose people to those things. Yeah, when I think when we were there, I I want to say it was curated by Voivod. And so wow. they had 
a next door to the venue they had an art gallery with all of like away's paintings and shit like that wow um and then i think they picked some of the bands yeah i can't really recall but yeah it's just a, it's a really cool concept and something that i would love to be a part of we just haven't haven't done it well it's still going pretty strong so there'll be a time yeah. there will be a time yeah, yeah maybe so uh, what about you? Favorite festival experiences? Uh, that's pretty easy for me. That was the first time I went to Vakken in 2000. Um, yeah. You know, at that time I was pretty high on uh, a lot of that power metal stuff, Iced Earth and Stradivarius and um, uh, Blind Guardian and stuff like that, you know? And those mm-hmm. were, at that time, they were those bands were not touring in the U.S. They would go to Europe, especially like a band like Iced Earth, and mm-hmm. play to 5,000 people in Greece, but in America, they couldn't play fill a small club. You know, it was a, right. such a dichotomy between the fans over there and the fans here. So going over there and being exposed to that and that whole just like festival scene of being in a mm-hmm. tent and like, you know, staying overnight on the, on the grounds and getting drunk and just like yep. meeting random people and just like feeling that brotherhood of metal. That's, that's the first time I truly experienced that. It was incredible. Yeah. And I'm looking now at the lineup, and I don't really remember Thin Lizzy playing. Obviously, it was Thin Lizzy <laughs> way past their prime, but but uh, yeah. So Thin Lizzy played Iced Earth, Stradivarius, Morbid Angel, Nightwish. I remember Nightwish playing, and I was into them at the time. That was an incredible show because they're you know from Norway or whatever, and or, yeah, Norway, right? And you know, tons of fans. They're playing it in at nighttime to fifteen thousand people, and just like it's incredible to see that. Testament, yeah. Rhapsody played. I was really into them at the time. Annihilator, Overkill, Cradle of mm-hmm. Filth, uh, Six Feet Under. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, just being exposed to a lot of that uh, German and uh, European metal was really cool. Marduk played, stuff like that. Hypocrisy. Man, it was an amazing experience. And, and it was full it, on, like starting at like, you know, 1030 in the morning, dude, and like going to right. midnight kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Got and like depending 12, 14 on, hours of music. Yeah, and depending on the year, it was raining. You know, I'd been a couple times since then, and it rains sometimes, and it's just like a huge mud pit. Like, you don't really even want to be there. It's not comfortable, but you drink enough right. beer, and then you get through it, you know? <laughs> that was amazing. So, And I went the year after, 2001 as well. I don't recall who played that right now. I think Iron Maiden played that one. And then uh, I went again in 2010, so I've been three times now, and man, really cool. Damn. And I'd like to go back, you know, just for the experience. Some of those bands are... I don't know. They're not really upgrading their their lineups. You know, they're just using old traditional right. old bands now. I don't think they're putting a lot of newer bands on there. So still be fun to yeah. see, but but uh, just to feel that brotherhood of, and experience of a German metal festival is pretty cool. Man. Oh man, yeah. I haven't been to Wacken, but I've been to many German metal festivals, and the ones I've been to, like the things they have in common, are usually in the middle of nowhere, in a yep. big field, yep. lots of mud, <laughs> yep, lots of cheap beer yes uh, lots of shirtless guys <laughs> with uh, kilts on <laughs> with kilts on a lot of throwing up yeah um a lot of drinking horns a lot yep. of patches yep a lot of people getting heat stroke yep uh yeah they're they're it's an interesting thing i mean i've i've played party song before that one was awesome we played with bloodbath um and cannibal corpse and that was awesome um, man, it's hard to keep track of all of them. But well, they I, saw, have, like, small I saw one ones with too. you. I saw one with you. It wasn't in, in. It wasn't outdoors, but it was with Satyricon. I forget what. Uh, yeah. What show? That I was, have. But... 
I have that listed as actually one of my favorites. Um, and I think, I think technically they called that a festival. It had a name. It was yeah, like the whatever fest, totally. but it was just one night and it was maybe five or six bands or something. Yeah. Um, but that is on my list of one of my favorite experiences. Um, it was cool because like one, I hadn't seen you in a long time and you were yeah. living in Germany at the time. Yeah. And so you took the train over and I got to hang out with you and we had a big ass pretzel. Yep. Um, if I think of it, I'll, I'll, post that photo on the on the socials i have that photo of us with the big ass pretzel from that night oh and i met Um, your friend and i slept in his hostel he snuck me into his hostel yes (laughs) uh same tour but different show right oh that was different show sorry yeah yep yep but i think that was the same tour i think yeah that might have been in wurzburg or something if i remember that was wurzburg yeah 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 yeah. that was the dornenreich tour that we did nice um but yeah this was us that band enstela that we can never get rid of that butchers pig fetuses on stage yeah nice and then the night was closed up by satiricon but it was supposed to be satiricon and then cradle of filth and Mm -hmm. cradle of filth canceled and so it was just satiricon but uh yeah that was great it was that night for agalock was awesome because we had extra time because cradle canceled and so we ended up doing like three encores or something because the people were into it so much and then to do that get off stage and then see satiricon it was amazing Dude, that so was, good. Yeah, that was an incredible night. I remember fondly. And I think that was actually the night where the first train back to my town was at like five, five thirty in the morning. And the show yes. ended it the show ended at like midnight. And you got back on the bus and took off, I think. And yep. I was just like, Oh shit, what do I do? I didn't like have any money to afford a place or whatever. So I just went to the train station, had a couple yep. beers next to me and just waited it out. No cell phones back then. I didn't have no. one. I just, no, I I just sat there at the train yeah. station and waited. Yeah. I remember you told me like, I'm going to try to make it to the show. And like, that's, I was just like, I think Nick might show up and then you did. And it was like, okay, he's here. It's just so weird to think about that now. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, like, no, nowadays, like I could like track you basically and know exactly where you are, but back then yeah, no like, kidding. I think he's going to show up. I'm not really sure. Oh, I think about it all the time. Like how we met up with people and made things happen. It's just, it's, it's unfound. It's, it's unfathomable how, how we did oh, that. It is. Like, I always think about like, how do you find somewhere now? Like fucking like printing out a map from like MapQuest and shit. Like yep. I, I can't even imagine doing that now. And I would wait, you know, somebody tells me, okay, I'm meeting at seven at this so-and-so place. I would sit there. Okay. seven fifteen. Mm-hmm. Damn. They're not here yet. I wonder, I wonder if I told them the wrong directions. I wonder if I told them the wrong place. Maybe I told them eight o'clock. Oh man. You start... You start second guessing yeah. yourself and then you wait some more. Seven thirty comes around. It's like, Oh shit. I don't think they're showing up, dude. <laughs> and then you start, yeah. We wasted so much time. <laughs> but then, then you're like, if I leave right now, what if they show up in five minutes? Cause traffic was bad. Yeah, exactly. And then you've left and then <laughs> so you, you wait. Time is wasted. at a certain and point you, have, you just kind of leave, you know? <laughs> yeah. How long do you wait? And then you can't, you can't text them. You have to like call him somehow. And then, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and the unless they had a pager. I mean, they're only drug dealers have pagers, bro. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I remember when Lad got a pager. I was like, what the fuck? Like, you're going to have, like, people, like, contacting you all the time. I can't imagine having a device on me that where people could get a hold of me all the time. Yeah, why would you want that? That's terrible. Yeah. And it was just a fucking pager, you know? Yeah, that was, like, late 90s, I think. Something like that. Wow, yeah. He, he was yeah. busy. He was an important person if you had one of those. Well, his wife was pregnant, and he was like, I want to know if you know she goes into labor. So, nice. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that was a great time. That show was great. 
Yeah, it was. Jeez, man. You guys played some amazing shows over there. And, you know, not all of them are festivals or anything, but just playing in Europe in general is just a different experience. It is. And European festivals versus American festivals are much different, too. I never went uh, to an Oz Fest or anything like that, so I can't speak to it too much, but I do know that there's a lot more alcohol rules and shit, and I hate that. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I haven't been to like a ton here because there's not as many here, really. I mean, we have some pretty big ones, but they're relatively new. I feel like Europe really paved the way, especially with the metal festivals. And there's just so many. There's the the big names that everybody knows, but like Agalox played these like no-name festivals in like Austria and Germany that are a fraction of the size of like a Wacken or Hellfest. Yeah. Um, they only have like a few bands over a couple of days, but it's still like a festival. Well, um, I think that's the way they do it over there. The tour becomes touring between festivals, you know? Oh, yeah. And and if you play one of those tours, and I know you can speak to this, you're kind of exclusive to Germany, for instance, or yep. southern Germany, or, yep. or northern Austria, or whatever. So, yeah. you know, they want people to attract, you know? Yeah. Uh, because a lot of these festivals are limited. You're limited, right? If you play the festival, like, there's probably some sort of radius they have or something where you cannot play yeah. any other shows in that area. Yeah, and it depends on the festival. Um, but yeah, that's the problem with like European touring in the summer. They have like all these festivals. Basically, you're playing the festivals on the weekends and you're trying to fill in the dates on the weekdays in between. But if you play, you know, for example, Hellfest um, in France, yeah, you're blacklisted from playing anywhere around there for, say, like 500 miles for you know, four or five days or something like that. So it's really hard to book. And so sometimes these routings get really crazy. Yeah, exactly. You, like you need to play shows when you're there to make money to support your crew and yourself, but you can't because of these blacklists. So Well, and and, and as a band, you, you do want the opportunity to play to a larger crowd. So there's an advantage yeah. to playing these festivals. Your set list probably is only half hour or 45 minutes or something, which kind of stuff. Yeah, it depends on the festival and all that, but yeah. um, well, a band you know, like you guys probably play longer, but you know, yeah, it just it depends on a lot of factors, but uh, yeah, it's kind of a pain in the butt, but that's why you get a tour manager, yeah, that can help <laughs> you route those things and negotiate those things, and yeah, the logistics of it all, yeah, but usually it's like a like a mileage limit, you know, it's however many miles or kilometers, and it's however many days, nice, um, around your appearance. Uh, they do it in the States too. You know, I know like Northwest Terror Fest does that. Um, and which can be a problem because they're, you know, Seattle's right in the middle of the Northwest. So you're, you're, they usually don't do it all the way to Portland, but sometimes they do. Yeah. But, uh, you know, you're looking at Vancouver, Portland, that's like, it's a pretty big market when you're touring. Totally. The two major cities that you have to exclude for a few days and i think know. that fest has been doing a pretty good job of attracting people from portland and around surrounding areas because oh, yeah. they're they're making the lineup pretty attractive so yeah i think so um what's that but, one this year by the way uh, oh that's uh giant squid is reforming oh wow um, that's cool and they're playing their first record in its entirety Amazing. which would be cool yeah uh i'm gonna try to go to that um i would like to check that out can't We're talking about playing. May sometime. Um, Let's look I it think up. It's early June, late June. Okay, nice. Northwest Terror Fest. Yeah, look that up. Yeah, because I did see the lineup and I totally spaced it. May 9th to May 11th. 
Uh, okay. Amenra, which is at the top. I don't even Amenra. know. Amenra. Amenra, yeah. sorry. Uh, Forbidden, Repulsion, and Weekend Nachos. Weekend Nachos, yeah. What the hell's that? Chicago. Yeah, I think they're Chicago. Like, I don't think I've ever heard them, but I just kind of assume they're one of those silly Midwest grind bands. But to be headlining is a pretty big deal. I mean, they're at that the top as far as the font goes. We should talk about font font size. Yeah, font size. That's important. <laughs> I mean, some of these festivals, if so many bands, it's like, how do they differentiate? Oh, oh dude, yeah. you're only a 12-point font? Uh-huh. Fucking, yeah. fucking Forbidden's an 18-point font. Oh, man. Right. We should at least be a 16. <laughs> oh, God. Eternal Champion, Giant Squid, Summerland. Nice. I like those guys. Blackwater, Holy Light. Mm-hmm. Immortal Bird. Now we're getting smaller and smaller here. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of these bands I don't know. So, Pretty cool, though. Large. Yeah. Uh, it's bigger than ever this year. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think they're getting bigger and bigger all the time. Last year they had uh, Ludacris' first show in like 10 years. Um, I think that was last year. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It's, 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 it's a great fest. I played it with Karata one time. Nice. It was a lot of fun. Um, the people that run it are really cool. It's a great venue, great part of town, right in Capitol Hill there in Seattle. Yeah, it's at two places now, uh, Numos and uh, Barboza, it looks like. Yep, those are both. It's like upstairs, downstairs. Nice, perfect. Oh, remember yep. uh, that place in Portland used to do that, uh, where the brewery is now? Yeah, Don and I were just trying to remember the name of it. The The upstairs place was Rature. Yeah, and, and you guys played the place, bottom. You guys played that. We did, mm-hmm. yep. And we were trying to remember the name of that place. Nice. Yeah, I don't remember. Uh, it had a weird name, so it's hard to remember all these years later. I haven't been to that brewery in a long time. I haven't either, but I like it a lot. Wayfinder. Uh, mm-hmm. Wayfinder, yeah. Owned by, what's his butt from Relapse? Um, Matt. Is it Matt Jacobson? Matt Jacobson. He's a sizzle pie guy too, right? Yeah. Sizzle pie too. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Let's get crazy. him on the pod, bro. Yeah, we should. That'd be I'm so sure cool to talk to him. I'm sure we could. Uh, I, behoove, I behoove all of you to check out the Northwest Terror Fest, uh, a poster because the artwork on that is pretty incredible. It is cool. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking at it. It's like a el- elvish kind of lady possessed by trees, uh, surrounded by mushrooms. Amazing. Very Northwest. So cool. dude. I also, I really like their logo as cheesy as it is having like Washington and Oregon with the upset on crossover. Me the two too, bro. States. I don't It really hits me hard. The simplicity. Yeah. And I like it yeah. a lot. <laughs> It's really cool. It's, again, kind of cheesy, but it's just like, oh, it's just so perfect. Dude, I mean, I'm not a putting a sticker on a car kind of guy, but I'm pretty close with this one. Uh-huh. <laughs> I've seen it on a couple of cars. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Well, the, ca- the Cascadia flag, too. It just, it's so, it's so iconic. It's so perfect. Got yeah. the pine tree and the colors. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. Uh, one festival that I have always been jealous that you attended was uh, Milwaukee Metal Fest in the early days. So please yeah. talk to me about that, dude. Jesus. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> God, I can't remember what year it was. It was either 93 or 94. Okay. I went for the first time. I had just left Montana, just moved to Minneapolis, never been to a death metal show, barely even been to a metal show, really. We just didn't get that shit in Montana, especially you know, early nineties. Yeah, for sure. So, so yeah, it was either 93 or 94. I want to say 93. Um, went to Milwaukee for the very first time with my friend lad and we saw fucking disincarnate. Jesus. Which is, I know. Right. I mean, that's fucking crazy. Um, uh, saw, 
thought industry before I really knew who they were. And you um, you became a huge fan of those guys. I'm a huge <clears throat> fan of those guys. Saw Enslaved before I really knew what Enslaved was about. I want to say that was like Frost era. Wow. Um, Absu. Jesus. Um, I saw Impetigo's very last show. Uh, Judas Iscariot. Oh, um, remember them? They were all, uh, you know, they were well distributed. He had his own label or something, right? Yeah. Oh, they were everywhere. Yeah. Um, God, it's hard to remember the entire lineup. But yeah, uh, you saw like Milwaukee Metal Fest at its peak. That's yeah. incredible, dude. Yeah, Cannibal Corpse. The the pit at, at the Cannibal Corpse show was insane. They closed with Zero the Hero, and I was like, I'd oh, never maybe. seen anything like it. I mean, it was <laughs> it was probably five thousand people in a circle pit, and it was just insane. Um, incredible. I went two different years. The other year I went, uh, saw Typo. Nice. And Pete was so drunk that he could barely sing or play. He had he was just downing bottles of red wine on stage. Jesus, he could he could barely even stand up. It was terrible. Yeah, um, the performance was not great. Uh, Megadeth, I saw. No, I missed Megadeth for some reason. Um, oh, that reminds me. One of the little bullet points I put on my list for this episode was like biggest festival regrets. <laughs> and my biggest <laughs> festival regret. <laughs> is I don't know why the fuck this happened. I have no idea how it happened exactly, but that first metal fest I went to, Didi Ramon's band was playing, and he's like one of my biggest idols ever, and yeah. it was Didi Ramon and the Chinese Dragons, and somehow I missed their set. Jesus. What I happened? Know. I was wa- <laughs> I was busy watching fucking, you know, Mortiscold or something. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Mortiscold. That that festival was so poorly run. Yeah, it was right. so disorganized. You probably didn't even know he was playing, you know? I, I think I knew. I think, like, the schedule always changed. Um, and it's, you know, it's partially just trying to organize that many bands coming yeah. in from everywhere. Oh, but totally. that fest was, was notorious for yep. that type of shit. I remember that, yep. And the last year I went, they billed bands like Arcturus and Mayhem. Yeah. And then it, like, turned out that, they never even confirmed. Like they were just putting these names on the flyers to get people to come in. That's fucking, you nuts, know, dude. It was fucking ridiculous. And now the fucking, they're back. Yep. I mean, it's under new management. But yeah, what are your thoughts on that? It's interesting. I don't know, man. I mean, <laughs> it's in the Eagle seems, Ballroom too, right? Same, same yeah, spot. Same spot. It <clears throat> seems unnecessary to me, and I don't know how well known their horrible reputation is but in the midwest it was very well known yeah. that jack koshik was a huge ripoff yeah. people very much disliked him i mean i think i had so, heard that as well just from reading zines and reading uh reviews maybe even metal maniacs talking about yeah. that you know <clears throat> so it seems weird to me that somebody would want to be like hey i'm going to take this over well i think it shows the nostalgia for that fest you know it was a big deal right. it was the first metal like extreme metal festival that there was really and yeah so. And I mean, you're right, but it's kind of weird. It's like, you know, it's like, I'm going to make Trump look good now or something. It's just <laughs> like, wh- why not do your own thing? And I guess yeah. you're right. It's nostalgia and the yeah. history. And in Milwaukee, it's like such a dying city. I mean, there's not a lot of stuff going on there. So it seems like it's not a destination. Maybe that's so, part of it is the city gave them money to revitalize this thing. Maybe, but like, <laughs> but, but I'm looking at the lineup, but I'm like, Mr. Bungle and Anthrax and shit. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like these are like big bands well it's Jamie Josta doing this shit right I think he's the one that yeah like, is running it so he's and got he's the from, connections he's from what band Hatebreed 
Hate breed. Yeah, that's right. The hate breed okay. guy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I kind of get it, but it, it kind of doesn't make a lot of sense to me too. I don't know. Yeah. The Eagles ballroom sucks. Milwaukee's yeah. really rough. I, I I just, I don't know. It just seems weird to me, but <laughs> yeah, it's a funny city, man. It's like, uh, being, being back in the seventies or something. A lot of it oh, is, yeah. uh, has yeah. been upgraded and stuff, but I kind of like uh, that. It feels, feels kind of like an old working class town or whatever. It's very much an old working class <laughs> town. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't go to it, but I've also been to Milwaukee yeah. and lived there too. Yeah, exactly. So, um, <laughs> It's not a great but, destination for you in your mind. So. No, no, no. <laughs> and I don't think the lineup warrants uh, traveling there this year. No, no. But yeah, that's that's interesting to me. Um, but yeah, back in the day, I mean, it was it was pretty insane. You know, Emperor's very first American show was there. Yeah. Impelled Nazarene played there. Oh, amazing, dude! So somehow uh, they were organized enough to manage to get these bands over. You know. Yeah, but I think what happened is that they would do this and then rip off bands and then the word got around and uh, then bands wouldn't play and so they'd make shit up. And yeah. um, I went one year, I saw Dark Tranquility. So yeah, so I went three different years. Amazing, dude. Dark Tranquility and, in the gallery days. Man, amazing. Yeah. No, no, it wasn't Dark Tranquility. It was In Flames. That's who it was. Still. Um, Jester's yeah. Race. Oh, shit. So good. Yeah. Atrocity. Nice. Dude. Uh, fuck. <laughs> Long of your yeah, death. It's so good. But it was probably oh, after no. that. It was after it, that. It was. It was they, <laughs> they did nothing but their weird pop covers. That they, that <laughs> God damn it. Why'd they change yeah. so much? <laughs> uh, yeah, that was weird. That was, that's also when they got really into wrestling. And so they had, they had a wrestling ring in like the middle of like the lobby area. So you could like watch these professional wrestlers. <laughs> And then walk over and go see in flames. Oh, so they were weird. trying anything to get people there. Yeah. That's Saw the gathering that year. That was way before I knew those guys. Nice. Yeah. Um, that was cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a great fest um, from a fan standpoint. Um, but also it was like the only thing I knew as far as a festival. Like I'd never really been to a festival. Yeah, exactly. You know, now like in retrospect, I'm like, well, you know, there's so many better examples of like a really great festival. Um, yeah, but, but th that one's, you know, those early Milwaukee Metal Fest, I think, were, uh, con as are considered now pretty classic. And like you were, oh, yeah. you were fortunate to be there as much as it was probably a mess or whatever. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Well, yeah, like that fucking, that first year, Keanu Reeves, like, introduced everybody. What? You know, so, yeah, so it'd be like Keanu Reeves on stage and he'd be like, okay, like, coming up next is all the way from New York City, suffocation. <laughs> It was fucking Keanu Reeves. It's so weird. That's so crazy, dude. Yeah, I saw body I mean, count. He was at his height there. That was like the speed days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, body count played, and he did nice. like a little thing with Ice Cube. And Nice. Yeah. Not Ice Cube. Um, ice tea. <laughs> ice tea. Come on, yeah. bro. Well, I know. I, I get my ices confused sometimes. <laughs> no problem. I think a lot of people do. Yeah, they That's do. an interesting uh, question, though, about the regrets, though, about festival regrets. I don't know yeah, if I have any, like, local... There's There weren't a lot around us, so there were... The regret would only be, I wish I had more money to go to Europe or something. You know? For sure, yeah. yeah <laughs> I regret see not seeing festivals. the Ramones. I mean, they were they were oh, touring yeah. a lot in the 90s, and I just didn't. I don't know. I wasn't into it I for that reason. <laughs> I would have gone if I could have, but I was in Montana. Could not, I mean, when was, their, the when was their last tour? I feel like they were playing up until uh, late 90s. Mid-90s. Okay. Mid to late 90s. Yeah, 96, 97, something like that maybe. I missed Gigi's last uh, tour. Oh, man. I <laughs> 92, know. I think that was. 
But he played Rosalind, and I wasn't living in Portland at the time. But that would have been pretty incredible. Oh my God, that would have been awesome. Um, <laughs> we we went to uh, Migration Fest together, the yep. first one. Dude, that was awesome. Good time in Olympia. That yeah. was great. Yeah. Um, God, who played? It was uh, Obsequia. Yep. It was Vol. Panopticon. Panopticon. Uh huh. Um, Crawlis. Chemist. Chemist, yeah. Yeah, not Chemist. Might be a different right. band. Right. Chemist. Chemist. Uh, Full of Hell. I don't really know these bands that well. but Are you looking it up right now? Nope. I'm trying to remember. Oh, just, by memory. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, it was awesome, though, because more... uh, that little downtown area of Olympia has some really great breweries and places to hang out. And seeing friends, Ramin came out from out of town, and all these people oh, that... we, we normally don't see too often. That was my favorite part, hanging out at Three Magnets with you and Don and Ramin and Tanner and yeah. Austin and yep. Yep. Andy Winter. Like all the, it was awesome just hanging out with all these people. <laughs> I had a good time with Andy Winter, man. <laughs> really yeah. good time. Guy's a trip. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mournful Congregation played. Oh, dude. Timmers. Um, How many bands did Timmers play in that weekend? <laughs> I think like literally like three. Yeah. Nightfell. Nightfell played, dude. Yeah, that was so great. I oh, Vastum was... played as well, dude. Vastum. Oh, true. Yeah. Oh, dude, Vastum killed it. Dude, they were amazing. I think it was that one day it was Vastum and Nightfell, and they, they both just killed me. Yeah, me too. And I was surprised uh, because I didn't even know who Vastum were. So good. I did, but I'd never seen them live. And yeah. seeing them, their vocalist is so... Dude. He jumps in the crowd and yeah. he's screaming at people, and yeah. like yeah. he's just... he's. He's aggro, man. Yeah. And that band is pretty spectacular. Their lyri- that face. lyrical content is insane, oh, dude. dude. <laughs> yeah. I haven't listened to the new one yet, but it's I great. will. Yeah. I like that band a lot. Me too. Um What's an Oh, I wanted to bring up the whole Luna Salitha thing which you have not experienced yet. No, yeah, talk the, about that. You have you have to go one of these years. This is like a whole different type of festival really, much smaller, much more intimate. Um here in the Northwest, in, in Oregon and Washington, there's been a long-running festival called, well, it used to be called Thirst for Light, and they had to change their name, so they went to, with Litha Cascadia, had to change their name again, so now it's uh, Lunasa Cascadia, and it's actually split off into two branches, so you have Cascadia in Midsummer in Washington, and you have Lunasa Cascadia in Oregon, and these festivals are they're not wholly unique anymore because I think you have like the shadow woods festival on the East coast. Um, but it's, a, it's a totally different vibe. You have, you know, you have big bonfires, you have smaller stages with only maybe a couple hundred people. You have people that come in with their crafts and they, they do like artisanal meads and breads and foods it's very much about the, it's a communal experience. Um, not that the other things aren't, but it's just a much smaller community. Yeah, it sounds uh, like the uh, camping is kind of integrated into, yep. in, the, 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 in the stage sets are integrated into the forest almost, which is a yep. really cool idea. Yep, you camp, I mean, you can <laughs> camp like really close to the stages. Um, it's, the, Lunasa is very much about being integrated into the woods and being one with nature and celebrating the music and the land uh, taking care of the land, you learn. They have like workshops on the different uh, flora and fauna around you. There's a river that runs right next to it. There's a lake right next 
there. They have like yoga classes, breathing classes. It's very, very Northwest. Yeah. So where cool. like you're not going to find that shit at Vakken. You know, they're not going to have no. breathing classes before. They're fucking Germans, dude. They don't do that shit. Yeah. So it's <laughs> it's a different experience, and it's very much about um, celebrating the solstice or yeah. celebrating, you know, these different pagan holidays and things like that. And um, but yeah, it's, I think they're even doing a winter. They they part uh, yep. a smaller winter one up there. <clears throat> yep, they do Cascading Yule. I think it's outside dude. of Olympia somewhere. I'd I haven't been up to that. that one. Yeah. But uh, for me, it's, I mean, there's a lot of similarities, but like one of my favorite memories was watching Alda at like midnight with under just like a canopy of giant, giant trees with a river that runs right behind the stage and it's pouring rain in the middle of June, but we're, we're covered from the rain by the trees. Oh, awesome. And like at the time, my daughter Ellery came up to me and she just like sat there and we just, we just watched Alda for a good hour set while it was just pouring rain. We're like kind of cold, kind of wet, but still comfortable. And they have these bars set up outside. So you just walk up to like these outdoor bars that are made out of logs, essentially. Yeah. And they'll serve you like a little like hot toddy. In oh, the, amazing. Sit there with it. And it's just, it's just an amazing experience. I can't recommend it enough. Yeah, um, that sounds really cool, dude. I missed it so, a bunch of years here and. Every time you guys talk about it, I get a little bit jealous inside. So it's amazing. It's, um, I believe Lunas is happening again this year. It should be the last weekend of July, I believe. Nice. Um, but yeah, it's just like, it's so different than the other festivals, but it's also a very, very great Cool, experience. yeah, that's, and, a, that's a, an example of like uh, the modern kind of fest. It's very curated. It's very small, and the yes. bands that come yep. are specifically chosen, which is neat. Yes, yep, yep. And we had a dungeon synth episode a couple of weeks ago, but that's yeah. that's happening too. Like there's a northeastern yeah. dungeon fest and shit like that. Yeah, you know? I saw so that. Those are mm-hmm. a lot of bands are playing that thing, but it's just heavily curated into one certain genre. Yes, mm-hmm. I like that. Um, yeah, and those are like the Lunasa ones are all outdoors. Like, how do you feel about outdoor versus indoor? Do you have a preference? <laughs> I like being like outdoors if it's the weather was fine, but you know, the yeah. couple of times I've been to Vakken where it rained or I've been, you know, we, we were at a show recently at that nasal rod show and it was really wet and kind of mm-hmm. undercover, but still really cold. And yep. sometimes that takes distracts you. But if, if the power of the music can overcome that, then it's a beautiful thing. I love that. You know, sometimes it adds to it for me. Like, mm-hmm. um, again, like at Lunasa, it's like you're outdoors, yeah. like you're in the woods. You're, I mean, it's like an hour away from Portland. It's, yeah. it's being like a little bit rained on, a little bit wet, a little bit muddy. It kind of adds to it for me. Yeah, and I think you have to surrender a little bit to it, you know, yeah. just like you do at a concert, normal concert inside. You have to surrender to the music, just feel it in your soul or whatever. Yeah. That, you have to be like, if you're feeling vulnerable. the weather also, it's probably going to double the feeling, you know, I can, I could totally get that. Definitely. Yeah. yeah I yeah. love that. It makes you a little bit more vulnerable, I think. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but you know, on the flip side, like, I feel cozy in those situations. Like, yeah. I like being bundled up. I don't. Oh mind yeah, this. I'm talking to a dude here that used to camp. Like, no blanket, right. no nothing, just right on the rocks. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> I would just, I'd sleep in a river. You know, I mean, no problem. <laughs> Well, but, uh, I mean, those shows I worry about you playing with all your electronic instruments is like, dude, you're going to get oh, shot out know. there, bro. You get, <laughs> get electrocuted. Yeah. But, you know, on the other hand, like MDF to me is very, can be very uncomfortable when it's outside. It's like you're in a giant parking lot 
in fucking May in Baltimore. It's yeah. hot. It's humid. The yep. sun is beating down on you for yep. hours, for 12 hours a day. Yep. Like none of those things equal comfort to me no. where Lunasa, a lot of those things do equal comfort to me nice. or I yeah. can at least alleviate them somehow. You're more but, suitable man. to that sort of, sort of uh, environment yeah. under the trees and stuff. I think you yeah. humans mostly are not sitting in a I fucking so. blacktop parking lot in the middle of Baltimore. <laughs> yeah. But MDF, I think, I don't think they have that parking lot stage anymore. No, that it's one's all... gone. So evidently there's yeah. another smaller venue in that little center area there, which something like that. Perfect. Yeah. So yeah. walkable for all of it. Because before you had to take a bus, it was really stupid. We missed obituary. The whole thing was a mess. Yeah, it was a mess. But I, I have to admit that I'm not, I am looking forward to not having to like stand in that parking lot. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. And the merch, God, it... the merch situation, everything was just oh, kind of weird yeah. out there. Too hot, too humid. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. too much. <laughs> um, MDF is what? Five days? Well, we're going to the pre-show, bro. So that's a Wednesday. And then the main show is Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Can you believe that? Jesus Christ. It's going to be five nights. That's right. So do we have tickets to the pre-show? Yep. We, we do, bought right? those. Yep. Okay. We did. And is that Sodom? Uh, Sodom and Atheist. Yeah, dude. An Atheist? Yep. Sodom and Atheist. And that's Wednesday. That's Wednesday. Sodom Atheist, uh, Melakesh, Midnight, Morpheus Descends. This is all the pre-show. <laughs> Incredible. Oh, shit. That's amazing. I, I was just, this sounds really <laughs> weird. I was just texting with Kelly the other day, and he's like, dude, like next time we play, like let me know. Like We'll hang out. So I, I didn't realize they are going to be at MDF. Dude, so that's, let's that's hang awesome. Out. Let's hang out with that guy. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> Kelly's a really old friend. Um, I have a uh, FMK, a Fuck, Mary Kill for you, for a, a festival edition. Ooh, yeah. I, I think I'm almost there. Um, what do you mean? I mean, I had like a list of, of festival things to talk about here. Oh, but I, oh, I, I'm I sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. You're, 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 uh, you're getting eager here. <laughs> Actually, I have I didn't I have want like one the more. timing of the iPad or the, uh, the uh, episode to go too long. You wouldn't want the, the, the iPad to be too long? <laughs> My iPad's wearing out. It's at 66%, dude, very metal. Oh, Jesus Christ, yeah. Mine's at 666%. Nice, wow. Yeah. No, um, I wanted to bring up quickly uh, another thing that happens around these festivals is things that are not part of the festival, like food, beer, <laughs> yeah. comfort, lodging. Yeah. You end up like, like really being out of your comfort zone, which is fine. <laughs> Yeah, so like my only experience with like camping and a festival is the whole Lunasa situation. I've never done like a camping at Vakken. Yeah. Or like the couple times I played Ragnarok, like we were on a tour bus. Um, I've never really done that in like large festivals. I imagine something like Vakken, like camping yeah. there is just. It was a fucking mess, dude. And it was like, put your tent wherever you can. So you end yeah. up putting your tent. Oh, I have a little space here. And then uh, the first night you go to sleep, you wake up in the morning, there's a fucking tent, like right at your exit. <laughs> there's like, yeah, there is no space. All of a sudden you are completely packed in and the whole thing becomes a mud fucking disaster. And I ended up just ditching my tent. I think a lot of people do that. They give, they buy tents that they know what they don't want for more than this right. weekend or whatever. So they just leave them. And the disaster zone that is left behind is really sad, you know? Oh, I bet, man. That's but insane. as far as food and stuff, it's just like, 
oh, you know, I'm a prisoner to this festival and I'm kind of, right. I have to just eat the sausage <laughs> over yeah. and fucking over again. <laughs> Luckily it's yeah. Germany and you get some pretty good sausage and some, you know, some mustard and shit, but for sure, but, uh, and some pretzels here and there, but mostly it's just beer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Last year or not last year, uh, year before when we went to MDF, um, I learned a hard lesson. We went to that one little cafe and like that whole time I was like, let's just check this place out, Nick. Let's just check this out. And I got this open face Reuben thing. It was one of the grossest things I've ever had in my life. Yeah. And But you but never you, know, man. We had to try. You it. never know. You never know. But that dude, that first <laughs> night we went to that weird place. We got that the blue crab clam or blue crab chowder. Yep. That and was that great. Pizza. That was the only time we had crab in Baltimore, which is what it it's was. known for. <laughs> But it was really good. It was really good crap. And there was a metalhead doing uh, doing some uh, karaoke. Yep. He did uh, pain killer Judas Priest. Yeah. I think he did Painkiller. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, awesome. then, like, and then like all those R&B kids are like like singing all these like amazing R&B songs. Oh, they were and they're really were, good. Yeah. They're all like so fucking good. I was just, yeah. man, that was an awesome and surreal time. And then we went to that pizza joint. Yep. And that dude comes up to us and he's like, what the fuck is up with women getting paid as much as men in soccer? And we're like, what? Where, where just, is he coming from? Like, why did you I think no we were idea. the audience for this? That's yeah, so like, weird. we're like wearing metal shirts. <laughs> yeah, you know, we're yeah. obviously there for the festival. And he's like, dude, don't you hate it when women get equal rights as men? And we're like, it's so, so weird. It was crazy. It was really good pizza, though, there. Yeah, it was. We had a good time but, going to breweries and all these things. Luckily, Baltimore's a thing, and you, you can walk around and do other things. But yeah, you're not yeah, at a fest, a traditional fest where you're kind of trapped, you know? Yeah, you're not trapped. They have food there. Yeah, but I don't think I tried any of the no, food I don't there. Think so. But we ended up missing Nocturnus, which I'm bummed about. Yeah. But we also went to two really cool breweries. We went to that church one. One that was in a it church. Was cool. Yeah, I love that idea. Yeah. The other one I liked the best, actually. I think the first one we went to. Yeah. Where I, I had that uh, tomato gazpacho yeah. thing. Yeah. And and you got the you got a cassette tape out of a vending, vending machine. machine or yeah, the top gun yeah. cassette tape. That's right. Top Gun cassette. Yeah. How random is that? <laughs> yeah. That was really cool. Uh, I really enjoyed that brewery. That was really fun. So like sometimes I feel like you kind of have to make compromises yeah. like, for your like health and like mental health too. Yeah, for sure. I was like, I was just not ready to go to that fucking outdoor stage no. at noon no. in the sun yeah. to see Nocturnus. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah and that's so. something that we're going to have to make more decisions about when we're in the next one. But I don't know, man. It's cool yeah. to check out uh, a town and get a feel for the town also. You don't want to just go felt... somewhere and just be like, oh, I didn't go anywhere except the Metal Fest. So. Right. Well, in that first day in Baltimore, like we walked down to the waterfront and like we checked out the Walgreens there. That was pretty cool. <laughs> so <laughs> the awesome. Dunkin', the Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> oh, one time I tried to get coffee and it was, everything was really, really yeah. busy. I didn't realize what was happening to the town. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, stupid. Bad story yeah. I was told. No, it was, that's my favorite story of the day for sure. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah. Okay. Let's uh, <laughs> let's move on to uh, FMK. Fuck Mary kill. Would you fuck? Would you marry? Would you kill? Okay, uh, these are uh, these are classics that we would never have been able to attend, but I wonder which you would choose to fuck or to marry or to kill. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, California Jam, 1974. Okay. Whoa. Okay. This was this in um, California. 
mm-hmm. obviously. Ontario, California. Deep Purple, Emerson Lake and Palmer, Black Sabbath, Eagles, Earth, Wind and Fire. Okay. Wow. Okay. We have the US 83 Festival starring Ozzy Osbourne, Judas Priest, Scorpions, Van Halen, Motley Crue and Quiet Riot, David Bowie, Damn. Stevie Nicks, Pretenders, Joe Walsh, Oingo Boingo. Okay. The Clash. Okay. The Clash. Okay, then we have Monsters of Rock, 1984. Oh, yeah. ACDC, Van Halen, Ozzy. Motley yeah. Crue as well. Dude, those are some amazing festivals. <laughs> Would have been so fun to see one of these. Hard to choose. Yeah, I might I might have to marry that middle one. Okay, with, the US 83 with, with uh, Ozzy and Judas Priest. And Bowie. Yep. Yep, I'd have to marry that one. Yeah. Oh man! I mean, it's the idea with have these to... fuck Mary kills to make one of them really unappealing because kill you don't want to kill no. any of these, you know. That's why that's what makes it hard. Yeah, exactly. I'd have to kill the monsters of rock, I think. Okay. Yeah. And 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 fuck the first one on Sabbath. Nice. I mean, I love the monsters of rock one, but it's almost like a little bit too close to my time. Yeah, exactly. Where like. I've if never you're s- going to go back in time, you might as well make it really special. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, like, I mean, I've seen Ozzy and Sabbath, but not ideal, <laughs> either one of them, you know, ideal yeah. times or lineups. Well, um, Molly Crew uh, in Van Halen in 1984, that would have been pretty, that would have been pretty amazing. Yeah, I saw Van Halen in like 85, nice, 86, nice, maybe. Nice, nice. Whenever, whenever 5150 came out is wow. when I saw them. Oh, so that was Hagar area, right? Yeah. It was Hagar area, yeah. Agar era. Era. <laughs> <Yeah>. area. <laughs> it was also area, um, but I saw David Lee Ross solo around that time too. Oh, Steve I on guitar. Yep, amazing. Yep, that would have been cool. He only played for about fifteen minutes because someone threw a Jack Daniels bottle oh. at him. It hit him in the head, and he got pissed off and walked off stage and fucking the prima donna, dude. Yeah, it was just a fucking Jack Daniels bottle in the Take head. Take it, man. Like, Take it. Like whatever, man. Come on. Uh, people were probably we pissed. You, for you know that Van Halen. Oh broke yeah. Up, so. Yeah, the whole thing was was odd. But yeah, I think that's what I'd have to do. What about you? Uh, so fucking plies like a one night stand. Is that right? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I would fuck the US 83 because <clears throat> seeing uh, Ozzy and Priest would be like a really fun experience, obviously. But yeah. uh, marrying, I would do the Sabbath. Uh, Sabbath in 74 would be pretty incredible. Even the Eagles in 74 would be awesome. So. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, same as you, I'd have to kill the ACDC Van Halen. Although, phew, that's pretty impressive. Man, that'd be really I fun. I know. Yeah. <laughs> and these, uh, these are original, like, U.S. festivals. You know, they didn't happen too often. Not every year, even, I think. They just kind of right. sporadically happened. But it's cool that they were going on. Yeah. No, that's really cool. Maybe, awesome. uh, maybe actually the U.S. was the one that started these things, you know, with Woodstock and shit. And then the Europeans yeah. perfected it, made it better. And then the U.S. started taking back controls, trying to right now, you know. I mean, I think that is the story. I think that <laughs> Americans did have the first festivals like that. Yeah. Um, there's, that there's that European festival, uh, Glastonbury. Yeah, right. Which would be really cool to see too. Reading Fest, I think that's in England as well. Oh the, yeah, the Isle of Wight Festival is a classic one. Yep, back in the yep. day, Jimmy yep. played that shit like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think I think we, I think Americans, not we, but Americans. I think it started in America, and then yeah, like yeah, 
Europeans perfected it, and now America's trying to catch up. Yep. But we're I catching think- up with fucking Coachella and shit. I mean, I don't know, man. Burning Man. Maybe they were cool at one time, but I think we passed the prime on those things. So maybe there'll be newer ones that come around. Yeah, I think so. Um, let's move on to T-shirt of the day. It's T-shirt of the day. It's a T-shirt of the day. Ew, what are you wearing? Let's find out. It's a T-shirt of the day. Oh, yeah, I just, I, I, spontaneous uh, Exodus. Oh, yeah, right Exodus. <laughs> Exodus. Yeah, that nice. was a great show. We saw Testament, Exodus, and Anthrax, yeah? Testament? Uh, de- was de- no, Death no. Angel. Death Angel. No, I didn't. I couldn't go. You didn't uh, go I to, gave the, my ticket oh, to Tyson. Oh, yeah. It was right before MDF. Yeah. It was that couple yeah. of days before. Yep. Yep. No, Tyson went instead. Okay. Yeah. It was a great show. Yeah. All right. I've got. Here. Let me move my camera. Boys, Boys in, the hood, in the Hood. Ice Cube. Nice. 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 The other ice. <laughs> yeah. The other ice. Yeah. I had to bring up both ices for that one for sure. Would you fuck or marry Ice Cube or Ice Tea? You can't kill either of those guys. <laughs> I would marry Ice Cube, fuck Ice T. Oh, mine's the opposite. I'm I would just, marry Ice T in a heartbeat, dude. <laughs> I just I'm a I'm an NWA type of guy. Yeah, well, yeah. you know, they're both both legends, of course. Oh yeah. Yeah. Ice T is just so prolific, even with body count and shit. Oh, I don't for know. Sure. I love his solo stuff. Just as a musician, he's so great. Oh yeah. No, it's good stuff. All right, man, we should wrap this up. Yep. Uh, this was a lot of fun talking about music fests. Mm-hmm. Uh, as always, earthandsound.org for the website. Check out our Spotify playlist, which is in the link tree. Uh, write us at hate.pod.music at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, we've got an Agalock show February 17th, San Francisco. I've got a new Snares of Sixes single being released on February 9th. Nice. Through Nefarious Industries. And Nick, you have a new Dolvin thing coming out, right? New Dolvin single. Uh, it's Friday. Today's Wednesday, so Friday the 26th. It's nice. just an acoustic. Uh, I had my daughter play cello on it. It's just like a winter, somber, melancholy song. So, excited. Nice. Yeah. Turned awesome. out real good. Very cool. All right. Well, thanks, everybody. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. An Earth in Sound production.